Welcome, apprentices and acolytes, to Unlock the Knowledge, the podcast heard all around the galaxy. And you know, fam, Lord Dagavir is coming in, bringing you Season 2, Episode 48. We are so close to Kenobi. We're going to be talking about Hayden Christians and Redemption Art, the Kenobi potential hate, the Inquisitor actor potentially not watching Rebels because he just wanted to do something crazy. It's crazy stuff out there. And of course, everything that you need to know about Kenobi in this timeline, fam. Are you ready? Ready up. Ready up. My destiny. Apprentices and acolytes, it's about that time. Coming into the Dark Temple, visited by Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many other Force sensitives like yourself. I am Lord Dagavir, and I got my cup of tea because we're getting in, baby. That's the way you do it. Unlock the knowledge. Ready up. Fam. There is so much going around for Kenobi. I mean, it's insane, I feel like, because not only do you have Kenobi coming up, which is one of the most anticipated Star Wars, I don't know, anything? I, I really, I mean, it's it's probably the biggest series that we're probably going to have, that we've had, ever since Disney Plus showed up. And I know, yeah, the Mandalorian is there, yes. Of course, uh, Boba Fett and, and the viewership, but listen, like, Kenobi, like, the exact strength, like, I feel like... This is the first series that has come off straight from a movie, like a main movie character, right? Am I thinking of anybody else? I could, I totally could be bummed. So let's think about it. We have, you know, we have the Bad Match. You know, we have Clone Wars Season 7, of course. But we're, like, talking about live action. Obi-Wan Kenobi back here. Yeah, Boba Fett. Oh, Boba Fett. But, I mean, Boba Fett wasn't really main main. You know, he was, I mean, he was, he was a big dude. You know, he ever was super popular. But he wasn't, like, the big three, you know? Like Palpatine and and and, and Qui Gon Jinn and and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, you know, like uh, it's crazy, you know, Luke Skywalker and yeah, I mean, Luke Skywalker, of course, was inside the Mandalorian, but there wasn't like a, there hasn't been a series based off him, you know. This is huge. This is massive, fam. I'm so. I'm I'm so anxious. I'm so anxious. I'm so incredibly excited about the potential of the show and what's going to happen. But there is so much going on right now. And the biggest thing that I want to talk about is Hayden Christensen continuously still getting hate from now on. Like I remember I made this I made this uh, TikTok earlier in the week, and I was like, dude, this article had come out, and it was said it's finally time to forgive Hayden Christensen for. The prequel trilogy, and I was so shook at the way this article, because you know how they do it, I'm a social media manager, so I understand like how secret tweets, right, and, and then baits, things like that, everyone's trying to do that because they want you to get upset, they want you to click their link, and they want you to reply, and they want you to get that algorithm going, for the algorithm, you know, they want you to get it so you, you know they can get their money and they can be their family, but I feel like that there's so many articles these days that lead people on and intentionally leave out details, things that were said. Even recently about Kathleen Kennedy and what she was talking about in Solo, I remember it was like trending for at least a day or two about like, oh yeah, you know, it didn't, It uh, people were saying, now this is what happened on Twitter like the first day 
people were saying it was Kathleen Kennedy's uh, Kathleen Kennedy was actually taking a shot, taking a dig at the actor for Han Solo in Solo a Star Wars story. And that was the reason why it failed. And that's actually not true. That's actually she she goes on to talk about how she feels like there's a number of things that was the reason why essentially solo was not successful um and i feel like i agree with her for the most part but i still feel like at the end of the day it's really hard for lucasfilm to take an l you know to take to take a loss that was a lot of money that they lost and it was also after the most anticipated sequel of star wars in a long time which was the last jedi and it was polarizing there's a lot of people that love that movie and there's a lot of people that hate that movie and i feel like a movie coming out that was a standalone about a character that a lot of people really weren't expecting a movie out of of him which was Han Solo yeah I feel like yeah that was gonna uh, you know it was gonna be really hard for Star Wars to really bounce back so quickly I mean the movies come out in December so January February March I think the the movie had come out that was really 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 early and I think maybe even a little after that I mean I, 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 I vaguely remember but I think it was a couple months. I think it was like three months. The movie was good, man. I love Solo. I think there's so many fantastic ideas and components in that galaxy that they can just kind of recycle and repurpose or absorb even into other uh, stories, you know, with Boba Fett and Kira. And then, of course, oh, man, just uh, Han Solo. Even all of them. Like, I don't know if there's a Lando show that's supposed to be coming out. Where is that? When's that happening, you know? Like, come on. Get it going. But uh, one of the things that she was talking about was, like, the deep fake and how, ah, well, you know, maybe we should have had the technology back then to deep fake for Han Solo a Harrison Ford's face and I, and I feel like that's I don't know man I remember a lot of people uh, mainly the people that I heard this they were like older fans you know fans that saw Star Wars you know when they were kids and they were younger that really would have appreciated that but me, I don't know, man. I I feel like the deep fake thing is really cool, and I and I like how they do it with Luke Skywalker. You know, I feel like that's pretty awesome, and I I feel like they've done that, and you know they're just gonna have to keep doing it now because I feel like now they've committed to it so much. It would be kind of weird if that makes sense to see someone recasted and substituted into that role that isn't Luke Skywalker's deep faked face. Does that make sense? I don't know, but yeah. So let's talk about uh, just how everything is right now with Kenobi. I feel like there's a lot of excitement. We have Star Wars Celebration coming right up, and, and who knows what's going to be announced. I'm not even sure if I'm actually ready to see all those announcements for video games and, and books and, you know, High Republic and everything else that's going to be coming out. I really want a lot of video games and other shows announced. Just anything to really show us what is happening. Like, the Alkalite hasn't really had anything. Andor, Ahsoka, like, I want to see a lot of Andor. I want to see a lot of Ahsoka. And, of course, Mandalorian Season 3. But I'm really big into, yeah, the Acolyte. I want to know what's going on there. I want to see concept art something maybe even a teaser trailer i doubt we're going to get that you know but of course you know what about these movies what's going to go on then you know and it seems like they're not really uh trying to create stories for the sequel trilogy which i'm not really sure why they don't i feel like even with uh the people out there that are very vocal uh that don't support it i feel like you can still make great stories with these characters you know don't be afraid you know trust yourself majority of these disney plus shows and these new projects are highly regarded everyone is really pleased by them just go on and do it you know put faith into your writers and i feel like yeah you know there's gonna be a lot of success 
Um, but it seems like they're they're really hunkering down on these on these Disney Plus shows. So uh, what's going to happen? What are we going to see? What does that mean for you know Ryan jo- Johnson's trilogy? What does that mean for Taiki Watiti's uh, in his in his uh, movie? And then of course I know that Kevin Kevin Feige apparently is doing something as well. So yeah, I mean. At the end of the day, patience uh, is a virtue for all Star Wars fans at this moment in time because we only have a couple more days and who knows what is going to be announced and I cannot wait. Can you believe it that Hayden Christensen is still getting hate to this day? It's so incredibly... It's baffling. I I don't understand it. You know, I, I always tell you about the stories about how... I went to high school and everybody made fun of me for liking Star Wars and not in like it, it, you know it wasn't funny it like it wasn't funny at all because at that time everyone always talks about how oh Star Wars fans are toxic right now it's because of social media no dude I think Star Wars fans were always toxic because I remember when The Phantom Menace came out, I loved it, I enjoyed it and then I didn't realize that people hated it until I went to I think it was like middle school or something or maybe even freshman year of high school where all of a sudden there was this hate for the prequel trilogy and it was so weird to me because you know what i remember about the phantom menace is you know i remember the pod racing stuff that was so cool qui-gon jinn was so cool obi-wan kenobi was really cool but darth maul was awesome you know so sick man double-bladed lightsaber let's go yeah i was Pretty incredible and I really remember I like I I'm pretty heartily remember like everyone was talking about how cool that episode was and then later I want to say like a decade later not nah, not even I was like let's see I was like 10 yeah so maybe like five six seven if about you know when I was in when I was in high school freshman year I think the first person that I had come across was he was a really big you know, nerd like myself, you know, in D&D, you know, he was in the tech club um, and he would always talk about how he hated the the prequel trilogies and he was so afraid that George Lucas was going to remake 4, 5, and 6. And I don't know where these rumors came from and that he was going to do it. That I don't know where they came from, but I feel like it's the same people that kind of get really hopped on their stuff and their negativity and they go off and reply and they talk about these terrible things. And you know what? As I get older, as much as I love the prequel trilogy, yeah, dude, there's a lot of weird, like, things that I feel like are not so great, you know? I remember, like, every single time I see Dex's diner, like, I'm just like, man, that's uh, kind of weird. But I like it, I like it, you know? I like it how awkward it is and how different it is. And and is it at a place? Uh, I mean, I don't know, man, not really. It's on Coruscant. Coruscant's this big, big, silly city, you know? Planet city, you know? Sorry, every time you hear me pause, that's actually me taking some uh, tea because I'm actually kind of sick. I've been sick for like a couple weeks, so it's just been like, uh, anyway, so Texas Diner and yeah, I just remember that thing being really out of place. And then some of the CGI is like really wonky. I, I specifically remember like Attack of the Clones. Oh man, yeah. And then when Yoda comes in and then he starts jumping around and flipping and he's like, <laughs> I remember as a kid that made me laugh. I, I don't know why that always just made me so funny how I, how Master Yoda was this you know, guy with a limp, and he would walk in, and he was just like, you know, he was always really slow, and very exaggerating, like, how slow he was, you know, with his cane, and then all of a sudden, he drops in, and he starts flipping around like his Dragon Ball Z with lightsabers, really crazy, really weird, you know, but I, but I liked it, you know, I, I still enjoyed it, I, I still thought it was really cool, because it's Star Wars, and I, ah, man, I, I love Star Wars so much, 
But the one thing that never came across to me as bad was the ability of Hayden Christensen's acting. Very perplexed by that. And I always saw Anakin Skywalker as someone that was misunderstood. And I feel like that's exactly how he was supposed to be portrayed because it really does seem like Anakin Skywalker, he had his issues. He was given choices that he, of course, acted upon. But ultimately, he's a tragedy. And, and not just like what he did, but also what was done to him. And I feel like Hayden Christensen and, yeah, sure, the dialogue isn't great. Yeah, the writing isn't great. Whatever, you know, whatever excuse it is. I never thought Hayden was a bad actor. I thought that he was an incredible physical actor. Like, the way he looked when he got upset. The way he was so frustrated and angry. The emotion that was in his face. And the way his body moved, too. You know, the, uh, the way... Uh, oh my gosh, man. I will never forget Anakin Skywalker going into the Jedi Temple and, you know, the 501st and that song. Like, the when he's walking like that, I think that's got to be one of the greatest shots in Star Wars. I don't know about, like, cinema history just because, you know, that's just me biased. But when I think of scenes where I'm just like, oh-ish, you know, like, oh my god, it's going down. It's that one. It's that scene. Uh, that, that, that entire scene. And then, of course... Um, before that, with Mace Windu, and he's sitting there, and then, you know, Mace Windu, should I, don't listen to him, Anakin! And, and the way Hayden Christensen faces, all the faces, all his face, and all that is, like, insane. I mean, Revenge of the Sith, I feel like, is one of his best movies. And I, and I, and there's so many people that, uh, recently, to this day, like, I told you, I made that TikTok a couple days ago, and they were just like, nah, Hayden Christensen's acting ability is trash. No, he's terrible. He's one of the reasons why the prequels are bad. And I'm just like, where are you people coming from? Where are you? Who are you? Do you even like Star Wars? You know? Because, like, it's also the same thing, too. It's like, because I feel like this, these, these same people don't like the sequel trilogy. And that's like, man, uh, so hear me out, okay? There are nine movies, nine episodes of Star Wars, okay? And that's six of them that you potentially don't like, you know? I mean, do you actually like it? Do you actually like Star Wars? Because that's, that's, you know, three is not half of nine, you know? I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. What the heck is going on? Oh, man. I, but uh, I, I'm just shook. I'm, I'm shook that he's still getting hate, you know? Like, what, like... That's it's, it's kind of going into the second topic here, but like the Kenobi potential hate that's going to happen with this because I know, I dude, I know what's going to happen. You know, there is a Black Inquisitor, and I feel like everyone's already going to hate this character just because of of her skin color. You know, and and that is a very realistic possibility because of of how the fandom, a part of the fandom is. You know, I'll never forget Finn. I'll never forget when, when Finn was shown with the lightsaber and everyone was talking about how black people can be Jedi. And it, I was just like, have you not seen the prequels? Where Mace Windu is literally one of the poster boys of the Jedi Order. Yeah, very weird. Very, very awkward. Very, very, just not, 
not Star Wars at all, I feel like. Especially if you watch Star Wars. I don't know how you can, like, poster for that. It, it makes no sense to me. But yes, here we are. Inevitable hate. Inevitable. Coming at us again here. And I'm reading the Kenobi... So I've read, so I've read the Kenobi book a couple times uh, throughout my time. And this is the... I think this is, like, the third or fourth time I read it. And what I love so much about this book is just the entire, like time with uh with kenobi and how and i feel like it's like i feel like it's maybe like it's not even a year after revenge of the sith like it's still pretty early on you know when the empire has become like the like i remember them talking about moist Eisley and the government out there they're like i don't know what this government's going to become you know is this republic turning the empire are we still going to use our credits things like that you know um it's really 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 great book and i think you should go out and read it because i actually think it's a little undervalued there's not a lot of people that uh, there's a lot of people that skip this novel. Um, but most importantly, fam, is just Kenobi's reaction to everything. Um, and one of the things I feel like a lot of people have misinterpreted or forget is that Kenobi was kind of in love with another girl that was not Satine. And I'm not saying that's going to happen in the Kenobi series, you know. But... Kenobi was also this, like, old, depressed, very sad person in this book. Very, very similar to Last Jedi Luke. And I talked about this in a couple podcasts ago, was that I feel like, you know, are you ready to see The Last Jedi but for Kenobi? Because Kenobi essentially has lost everybody. Ah, oh, jeez, you know, like, his, his entire family is dead, essentially, you know? His best friends, or his friends, were killed by a Sith, or something just as evil. And he's living in a world without the Republic. He is alone, completely alone. And, yeah, it's sad. So, I'm not sure how people are going to react. And, and I feel like it's going to be a very similar thing with Boba Fett. Because with Boba Fett, you have the established universe, right? And you have the expanded universe. And Boba Fett's character was portrayed so much more inside these pages of books and novels and comics and video games over the years that you met him and you saw him in the Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast, and everything else and all these other books. But Kenobi has had movies. Kenobi you see in episode four. But the biggest mystery, I feel like, is when he's on Tatooine. You know, there's only a couple comics, and there's only a book or two, and, and that's it, you know? So, as Deborah Chow has said in her recent interviews the last couple weeks about Kenobi, is that, you know, a lot of these things are really up for your interpretation of what becomes of these characters. Is Kenobi going to fight Darth Vader? Is Darth Vader going to lose again to Kenobi? You know, it's just like, all of these things, it's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably, you know, it's all probably going to happen. Is Kenobi going to fall in love with an Inquisitor? I don't know, maybe. Is the Inquisitor going to break chains and, you know, actually become something else? Yeah, I mean, yeah, possibly it could be because I only recognize two other Inquisitors, one of them gets absolutely washed by Ahsoka fam, oh my goodness, and then the other one dies, the Grand Inquisitor, of course, because he is too afraid to face his failures against Darth Vader, and yeah, I mean, I'm so very curious to see how this is all going to turn out, because Kenobi's premises here, I feel like, is so compelling enough, just because you want to see him, you, you want to see a series, I guess, on Obi-Wan Kenobi, and him just sitting there watching 
uh, Luke Skywalker and, and guarding him. But as we all know, especially if you read the Kenobi series, like, dude, like, there's a lot of stuff happening on Tatooine. It's crazy. Not only do you have the water taxes and crate dragons, of course, that you've seen in Boba Fett and Mandalorian, but there's so much other stuff going on. And then, of course, just honestly, like, the, the uh, totally, like, involvement of the effects of the Empire, and then, of course, trying to figure out uh, where Kenobi is and, and everything else, and just how Kenobi has to mingle with people, you know? Because he's a Jedi, and he's not just a regular Jedi, dude. He is, like, one of the Jedi. Someone's gonna notice him, which I thought was actually really cool in the Kenobi series, because it talks to you about, like, other Kenobis, and there's actually... Uh, a few Kenobis that actually used to live on Tatooine, which is pretty cool. You know, you don't really like hear about like other people's names inside Star Wars and stuff and how common their last name is. But I thought that was really uh, interesting. Very awesome. Uh, like a little, I uh, did. I love, I love context and like details and things like that. And, uh, that's one of the most fascinating things about Star Wars, just to know that there is another Kenobi running around. <laughs> so I think that's really cool. I don't know why. I, but hey, you know, you come to the podcast to listen. I got to give you something. Yeah. So. Please, you know, um, Star Wars Theory actually said something really amazing in this past couple videos, and he's been doing a really good job with this. I don't know what kind of chill pill he took, fam, but he's been, like, really awesome with the feedback and, like, trying to let everyone know, uh, like, almost like a leader. Like, it's, it's very refreshing to see, so props to him. But he was talking about, like, hey, you know, when this comes out, I do not want to see anyone hating the actor. You know, if you don't have an issue, you know, you 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 critique it and you talk about it with the writers. You do not blame the actors for doing the job. And, dude, I feel like that's one thing the Star Wars fam has been so terrible at. It's just, like, always attaching their, I don't know, their upsetness, their, their feelings, their emotion, just their uh, complete hate for whatever they don't like, and then they attach it to the actor, you know? And... Even still, like, I, I still feel like there's a way to not like something and critique something without being so nasty and toxic. Um, I don't think we'll ever get to a point where people will not do that. But at the same time, too, as long as there's people out there, you know, calling it out, you know, then I think that's a really good start. You know, because more people kind of get like slapped in the hand and there's, uh, you know, precaution, you know, repercussions for this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. People are absolutely not going to do this as much. So that's fantastic. Let's keep doing that. Let's keep doing that. I, lo I love that, fam. I love that so much. Yeah, so good job. Um, let's watch it. Let's have fun. If we don't like it, that's cool, too. Let people enjoy their fun, too. Because you know what? There's a lot of people out there that are very excited to see Kenobi, uh, including myself. And yeah, fam, you know, like, I can't wait. I don't care. I don't care if we, I get to see four or five frames of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, and it's even less time that Boba Fett got. I'm just excited that we get more Star Wars, especially in this timeline. It's going to be sick. I can't freaking wait. The last thing I want to talk about is the Inquisitor actor actually, like, intentionally not watching Rebels. He wasn't... So that's the thing, too, is, like, um, he actually did watch Rebels. Like, I want to make sure. So, um... Uh, so Inquisitor actor. So I want to make sure that I'm getting this right. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, okay. So, okay. So I have to make sure that I do not get um, <laughs> spoiled because I'm gonna be so upset. Um, yeah. So essentially, what happened was. He didn't 
But he, he, he almost did not watch Star Wars Rebels, okay? And the reason why he didn't want to watch Star Wars Rebels is because he wanted to treat the character from its appearance. He wanted to give that respect and represent him in that way. But they essentially made him watch the show because he needed to understand what the character was, you know. And and there was an art. There's articles going around that are saying that he did not watch it, and they're taking what he said and they and they're and they're editing it completely as a, as a complete lie, um, which is crazy, you know. And that's what I'm talking about. Like all these, I don't know. These media outlets are just so like crappy these days, and they and they absolutely want you to to hate and and get these clicks it's, it's it's crazy fam i don't know just go out there and be careful who you actually listen to and who you actually follow okay because a lot of them are are very hateful and they and they're giving you the wrong information but hey fam thanks so much for coming out to unlock the unlock the knowledge the podcast heard all around the world fam i'm so excited to get back into this don't worry stuff's coming i'm actually doing vlogs as well i'm thinking about releasing them the day before the reactions come out because um so what, what I'm thinking of doing is, um, and I've been doing this for two days now, is I record a vlog, or I'm recording parts of this, which is going to be a big vlog, okay? And it's going to document all the hype and excitement I get for every single week of these reactions, and of course, the ending. So expect that vlog to be up Thursday, probably like Thursday morning-ish, which I think will be really good. And then that's starting Friday. So basically, essentially, when the reactions happen, um, when that, when, when I start doing that, that is when I'll record the second, you know, the, the, the additional or the one after. So um, yeah, get ready for that. That's gonna be fun. I, I can't wait to see it. I've never really vlogged before. I if you guys like it, it'll I hope it works. I hope it's awesome because you know what? It's more content. But yeah, we'll see where that goes. And maybe that'll evolve into something else. But I've always wanted to do more for you guys to see my anticipation and leading up to it. And also, like, maybe this is a way for you um to also get excited, you know, for Star Wars. As if like we're doing it together. Like we're a bunch of big fam, you know, doing it together. The Predators and Acolytes come out watching everything, getting excited for each other. Come on, you know? Like whatever you're like here, like pre-ritual is you know for watching a star wars show or something and getting excited i would love to see that but hey fam coming into the dark temple visited by mara jade luke skywalker and kyle katan and so many of the force sensitives like yourself i am lord dagavir and i am so glad to be back let's get it fam kenobi is coming get ready i'll see you around deuces